The entire time I'm watching this Blues and Stars game, my mouth is dropped wide open because I cannot believe what I am seeing out of the St. Louis Blues, and I am surprised to say the least. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. St. Louis, how are you doing? I am stoked right now, and I am going to get into that in today's episode. But welcome back to Locked on Blues. As usual, I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all. Thanks, St. Louis Blues and Blues only. And tonight was a night where I really wanted to film my episode after this game because I already gave you the preview. I talked about my thoughts and why this game was so important for St. Louis. So I thought it was only fair that I would stay up a little bit late, do a late night podcast episode, and give you my thoughts because I could not wait until tomorrow. I knew that this game, no matter what happened, would be something that I would need to talk about ASAP. And I'll get into why, again, I thought it was such an important game. So, on today's episode, the Blues take down the Stars. Line your predictions, 2.0 and fine. It's Robert Thomas season. So, let's get into today's episode. But first, I'm going to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Okay. It is October 5th, 2023. The Blues, they have one last preseason game remaining against the Chicago Blackhawks. But tonight, the St. Louis Blues, (laughs) the St. Louis Blues, they showed up. Now, in yesterday's episode, and I'm going to reiterate why this game was so important, and then I'm going to get into the game itself, because it just ended. I was watching it. I was taking some notes down. I have my little Google Doc open. But in yesterday's episode of Lockdown Blues, where I looked a lot more presentable than I do now, um, I was stating that the Dallas Stars are a team that I even have predicted to win the Stanley Cup this season. They are a team that has really good and strong talent. Being said, this was a really big challenge for the Blues, as the Blues do face the Stars um, in the season opener, October 12th. And I think just analyzing, you know, hockey in general, you have your bottom-tier teams, your middle-tier teams, and then your top-tier teams. And I would classify the Stars, and I still would to this day, as being a top-tier team in the NHL in terms of talent and in terms of success for this upcoming season. Bottom-tier teams could be like the Anaheim Duck, for instance, and a middle-tier team could be the, the Winnipeg Jets because they're not bad, but they're also not the best. So, being said, where would I put the Blues? I would put the Blues as a middle-tier team, low-middle-tier team. That's not the point. So you're going to be playing um, a team that is a very good hockey team within the Dallas Stars against a team that is definitely regrowing, right? 
And this lineup that, you know, Army put out, I mean, not Army, my bad. I was thinking of like trades that Baruby put out today was as close to, I believe, an NFL lineup that we're going to get for the regular season. So that's why this game was important because it's a real test. I mean, the Blues, you know, didn't do well against the Blackhawks. Hopefully, in their second meeting, they did a little bit better, but the Stars are the real deal. Jake Ottinger was a net tonight for Dallas. And uh, I'm just going to get into this game and why this is such a huge win for your St. Louis Blues. Oh, man. Am I excited about this one? Okay, so the Blues, they shut out the Dallas Stars for nothing. Let me repeat that again. The St. Louis Blues shut out the Dallas Stars for nothing. There was a net tonight with 24 saves, and he saved every single one of them. And in the first period, it was really back and forth for a little while until Justin Folk had a great assist from Braden Sad and was able to put the Blues on the board 1-0. Second period, the Blues were still able to hold on to their lead. Obviously, a one nothing lead means nothing in hockey because anything can happen. It's not, you know, a different – why can't I it's, – it's not an insane amount of I don't sleep, guys. But it's, it's not a huge lead. But it was still a lot of back and forth. Honestly, I thought this was in more Dallas's control than St. Louis – but at the end of the day, um, the third period was a whole different tale. And I actually was, and we'll get into this in the later episode, I was interacting with uh, the Blues Twitter account, the official one. But with about a minute, 40 seconds in, Robert Thomas gave the Blues a 2 nothing lead, which was really important for St. Louis because, again, having a one nothing lead doesn't mean much. Obviously, you can still win a game having a one nothing lead. But it is nice to have that security of, okay, now we have a two-goal lead. It's the third period. But again, Robert Thomas, with about two minutes left of the period, so he got a goal two minutes in, and then with two minutes left, he got a power play goal that was assisted by Kevin Hayes and Tori Krug. And the Blues then had a 3 nothing lead. Yep. And then with... Not even a minute gone by. I would probably estimate it was about 30 to 45 seconds. Jake Neighbors got a power play goal, and the Blues then had a 4 nothing lead. And at the time, Ottinger wasn't in net. Um, the Stars pulled him in hopes that they would be able to maybe get something on the board, but that did not happen for the Dallas Stars tonight. And the St. Louis Blues have one more preseason game left. But this is really positive for them, especially after that loss to the Blue Jackets. This was a big win, and I know preseason doesn't mean anything. It does mean something. It means something to me, I'm sure. It means something to the players. But at the end of the day, this is what amps up the players for the regular season. And I just think that it's really good and really exhilarating that the blues were able to be so dominant against the Dallas stars team. Um, I did not think that the blues were going to win and it's not because I'm a negative person. It's just because when you compare these two teams, 
and that uh, I don't want to say town on both teams, but you compare the players on both teams, you can see an obvious difference. And the Dallas Stars, obviously, they're in the finals like a couple years ago. Um, they are always kind of in the talks as of recently about being one of the final teams too. And, and that's, again, they're going to eventually go on that hill down because their players are getting older, but this is not a Dallas stars podcast. This is a St. Louis blues podcast. So tonight the blues actually outshot the stars 28, 24. And the most interesting part about tonight was face-offs. And I hate to give criticism after a huge win like this, but as a Blues fan, as a Blues analysis, as a hockey lover who just can't ever find happiness, um, the Blues face-off percentage for winning the face-off was 24 while the Stars was 75. And just to give it to you in um, terms the Blues won nine while the Stars won 28. That to me is a little concerning because I think that right now, when you think about guys on the Blues that are really good in the faceoff, you think about Sonny, you think about Hayes. And that I just, I would have liked that number not to be such a big gap. But I can also not complain as much because the St. Louis Blues, they did have a really good game tonight. They, Um, had 18 hits while the Stars only had eight. And then both the Stars and the Blues, they both had four minutes in penalties. So it's uh, a really good win. This makes me excited now. I mean, I've been excited for the regular season, but this makes me even more so excited now because I do think that the St. Louis Blues um, have – chance of being a successful team I know here I go again I know I do this all the time where I'm like okay I'm not gonna do it and then I do it and it's all in my head maybe I guess but I just expect a lot of the St. Louis Blues and I as of you are a huge Blues fan and after a win like this tonight how can you not be excited about the season Um, uh, no, I am stoked. I feel like this game tonight just made me even that more excited for, uh, for this season. So it's coming soon, which I'm super excited about. Finally, finally, finally. But you know what else I'm excited about? FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed, and when you place a $5 bet, you can get, yeah, oh my gosh, I fumbled the bag. Hold on, I need to, hold on. We're just going to take a moment, because I'm still learning how to edit on here. We're just going to take a moment just to appreciate the effort that was made, and, um, I I think this is an edit button. Nope. Okay. Okay. We're still going live. Okay. 
So you can get $200 in bonus bets. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. You know, sometimes in life, I have this saying, you win some, you lose some. That was that moment. But, you know, I'm going to talk some lines. Okay. So tonight's game was, to me, very good line pairings. Lines and pairings. So tonight, and this is why I'm saying this is going to be as close to the NHL roster as you can get for regular season. You had Robert Thomas as the center and then winged by Boosh and then Cairo. And then you had Shen as center in your second line by that and Kapanen, and then Kevin Hayes on the third line, winged by Vanera and Blay. And then on the fourth line, you had Sunquist and Neighbors. Well, you had Sunquist, and it was winged by Neighbors and Torchenko. Now, I would really like to see Sunquist and Hayes um, be flipped. I would love to see Sunny in the third line, but I understand completely why they have Hayes in the third line. Blay is somebody that is definitely deserving of being on the third line. He has worked so hard this training camp, so hard this preseason, and definitely deserves to be moved up. Because at first, I was like, is Sammy Blay going to be on the fourth line? But he 100% deserves to be on that that third line. Jacob Vanera also is somebody that's been really impressing me. And I am, again, confident that he is going to be this great when the regular season comes. Because, again, he is somebody else that has been improving. Now, I have to tell you, that first line, the Robert Thomas, the Bush, and the Cairo, that is a dominant line. And that is a line that is scary. And that should scare some other NHL teams. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, uh, no, the Blues is third and fourth line. Scary. No, but I do think the first two lines, um, Thomas and then, of course, Shen, Wings by Sad and Kapanen, that is, again, another line that is scary. These are elite lines. And the closer it is to regular season hockey, the more these lines are making sense, the more these lines um, look season ready. So I like that. On defense, a little bit different tonight. It was uh, Nick Letty paired with Colton Paraco on the first line. I'm joking. Obviously, I knew that was going to be the first pairing. But... Um, again, I kind of want to see Tori Krug with Colton Paraka. I don't, I kind of like that, but then you have Tori Krug on the second pair, pairing with Justin Folk. I love Jay Folk. You already know. And then Marco Scandella with Tyler Tucker on the third pairing. Tyler Tucker is another player. I'm a huge fan of. I like his play. I like his ability to clear the puck. And I think that he is just somebody that's so dominant on the ice. And he's a great, like, big body to make sure that, you know, nobody gets past him on that blue line. So today's first power play unit, it was Robert Thomas, Braden Shen, and Jordan Cairo. So that, to me, I always love because not only do you have Robert Thomas, but you're getting winged by Braden Shen and Jordan Cairo. That is beautiful. And, of course, Boosh and then Krug is your pairing on D. And I do like Boosh and Krug. I think that um, Krug is just such a big body that it's really beneficial. But 
Um, I was a big fan of that unit. Second power play unit, you have Kevin Hayes as your center and then winged by Blay and Banera. This was really interesting to me because I was a little surprised that they put out Kevin Hayes on the power play unit because I just think of him as more of like a PK kind of guy. But um, obviously, at the end of the day, not my decisions. And then on defense, the pairing is uh, Braden Sad and Justin Folk. Or I shouldn't say defense. <laughs> Why did I, I said pairings on Boosh too? Like obviously, Tori Krug's a defender, and uh, Boosh is, and 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 he's a forward. But I just you know my brain hockey. And then on the first penalty kill unit, you have Robert Thomas, Kapanen. Nick Letty and Colton Paraco. That makes sense. I like it. On the second power penalty kill unit, PK all day, you have Boosh, Sad, Folk, and Berzuzo. I love him so much. Robert Berzuzo. And then, of course, in that tonight was Brenner, and his backup was Joel Hoffer. So that is pairings. I really like tonight's pairings. I, as I said, I don't know if I would change up anything. I think that these are your guys that you're going to have to rock and roll with for the uh, regular season. And I think tonight was the first real glimpse of the St. Louis Blues regular season roster. And I cannot wait. Obviously, it's upsetting when uh, there's going to be players that don't make the team and they make the AHL team the Thunderbirds. But at the end of the day, I do enjoy this roster and I enjoy this team. Before I continue, make sure to hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. I see a couple of you have been subscribing and my everydayers know I will respond to you. We will have some conversation and hang out and talk all things St. Louis Blues. I feel like I am obsessed with hockey and I'm obsessed with St. Louis hockey, but any time of the day, you know, like there's that meme and it's like, oh, you know, what do you guys think of like the Roman Empire? I think of hockey, <laughs> no matter what time of the day it is. Like I'll be dreaming, I'll wake up and I'll be like, hockey. No, but I truly do love hockey. And whenever you want to talk to St. Louis Blues, definitely give a comment or on Twitter at Lockdown Blues. And uh, I'm going to get into something that's kind of cool. Fine. It's Robert Thomas season. <laughs> what? What? Okay. So obviously our boy RT got... A couple goals tonight, but after his first goal, the St. Louis Blues official account tweeted out something. Let me go see what it says. It says, Tomer, it's 2 nothing for the Blues early in the third. So I said, Robert Thomas season. And then the Blues replied on their official account, it's always Robert Thomas season. And that got me into something that I said in this summer, and it just brought back all of these, like, memories of episodes that I had talking about him. I said that Robert bleeping Thomas is so vital for the Blues' success. I can't stress this enough. Last season, I believe he had like, what, 47 assists. Uh, I forget how many goals. It was like 18, 20. It was not as much. But he is such a playmaker on the ice. And I said my one goal for RT this season was to not only have an insane amount of assists, but to score some more goals and uh, just be more dominant offensively, even though he's already dominant offensively, I just wanted him to be even more dominant. I wanted him to be a little bit more selfish on the ice. And I know 
you don't want to be selfish in team sports, but he plays such a good game. He is such a good teammate and he truly brings out the best in every single person um, in his lines, every single teammate of him. He is truly a good overall teammate, a good player. But the one thing that I noticed from our boy RT was that sometimes he plays a little bit too much as a team player, which is not a bad thing, but there are sometimes shots that he could have taken himself, some one-timers, and instead he'll pass because, again, that's what he does. He's a playmaker. He sets up plays. He sets up goals. But it's okay once in a while to be a little bit selfish on the ice. Now, I'm not saying that that's a trait that, you know, you should have 24-7 if you are on a team sport. <laughs> but if you're Robert Thomas, it's okay to sometimes take those shots that you would normally pass to somebody else. And tonight, I was so proud of him because that's what he was doing. He was taking shots tonight, not always passing, but um, he really just showed how special of a player he is. And the St. Louis Blues are so lucky to have him. And I did say this. I said one day he'll be the captain of the Blues. Right now, obviously, it's Shenny. And I am so excited for him because I wanted him to be the captain. That was my number one pick. But, you know, RT still has the day. He is one day going to be captain. He's going to be a St. Louis Blue his entire career, I guarantee, with a contract especially. But it is cool because he's still very young, uh, 24, young guy. He has a lot of time left in his career. And each season, the way that he developed, is seriously breathtaking because usually players, when they hit that peak of like 24, 25, not even peak, just like that point, they usually just stay flat. I guess plateau is the correct terminology. But Robert Thomas, every single season, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my hand, it is going up because every single season he continues to improve. I was wondering where co-host was. As many of you guys know on uh, Lockdown Blues, I have a cat named Stella who is obsessed with hockey. And we we're actually watching the game together. She was right next to me. And I was like, huh, where did she go? She's on the end of my bed because um, I put my computer to record where she was kind of playing. But, yeah, we watched the games together, and I think it's really cool. Like, I have a hockey cat. But tonight's game was surprising in a good way. And on tomorrow's episode, I am going to talk about my previewing of the Blackhawks game. I'm going to talk about, of course, Are We Feeling Blue, which is my favorite segment of Lockdown Blues. It's an every single Friday segment. And then I am going to open it up to you on Twitter tonight even and have you send me some of your questions that you want me to answer. Listen, you can ask me stupid questions. You can ask me interesting questions. You can ask me anything. As long as it is related to St. Louis Blues, I will answer. I re- <laughs> And you can ask me, you know, what do I think of this upcoming season and be more specific about a specific player. What do you think of, you know, Justin Folk? What do you think of, um, why can I not think, Nick Letty? Like, why am I naming, like, defenders? Um yeah, what, what do you think of Sonny coming back? You can ask me anything. I don't know why that was so difficult for me to like come up with questions myself. But you can ask me anything. You know, do you think this is going to be Baruby's last season if the Blues aren't successful? So, 
again, I'm going to open up to you because, you know, this will be the last preseason game against the Blackhawks. And then next it is the start of crazy with the regular season hockey. So, again, I am beyond excited, but I am also cautiously optimistic and a little bit nervous. But it's hockey and uh, who doesn't like hockey? The cool people like hockey. You and I, we like hockey. All right, well, how I end every single episode after a 4 nothing win against the Dallas Stars, it is time for me to say, let's go Blues. <laughs>